0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Live Pono, Love Pono podcast. We are a podcast that focuses on creating and building healthy relationships. Love Pono's mission is to provide a safe environment to help the community build and maintain healthy relationships through education, intervention, campus and community resources and counseling. We educate our community through events, social media campaigns, and workshops to cultivate a campus culture of responsibility and respect, ultimately preventing interpersonal violence. We're excited to have you here today for today's podcast. Thank you for listening to our Love Pono, Love Pono podcast. The topic discussed today will mention relationship abuse and sexual assault. This can be difficult or triggering to listen to even if you have not been in a similar situation. Please take care of yourself and visit our website for more resources at www.leeward.hawaii.edu slash lovepono.
1: Aloha, and thank you so much for listening to What Up, Leeward? Let's Dive Deep, a podcast here at Leeward Community College. And this is Live Pono, Love Pono. My name is Alex Williamson, and I am joined by my co-host, Love Pono coworker and friend, MJ. We also have a very exciting, profound guest today, Rosie Aiello. She is the international award-winning entrepreneur, podcaster, speaker, author, and global women's life and empowerment coach. She is also the founder of the Love is Kind Network and the creator of the official National Love is Kind Day, celebrated on July 27th. Thank you so much for being here today, Rosie.
2: Oh, I'm... I'm really um i'm really excited to be here uh to be honest i usually don't speak to this crowd and i was as i you approached me and i was thinking about it, i go i really wanted to have an opportunity to to speak to this age group so i'm really excited that um, you reached out to me so thank you but
1: well, we really appreciate it thank you thank you for your time and thank you for your mission so the mission of the love is kind movement is to help 100 million women and their children free themselves from domestic violence so that they can create a joyful, productive, and prosperous life that they deserve. And Rosie works with women who have emerged from narcissistic, toxic, abusive, and controlling relationships. She helps them reclaim their voice, value, as well as encourage them to create the productive and joyous life that they desire. Obviously, here at Love Pono, much of our mission is similar as it is our goal to be the ultimate resource for our classmates and others in the community who may be dealing with intimate partner violence, sexual assault, and other traumatic relationship issues. So that being said, again, we're so grateful to be able to have this discussion with an expert in this field. Rosie has done so much inspiring work, and while MJ and I have questions today, we really want Rosie to have the floor to talk about the importance of her work. Any any tips that our listeners can use after listening to this podcast. Rosie, thanks so much for being here today.
2: And no, if you could give a little here.
1: background on your organization for us.
2: Mm. Yeah, I just um well thank you for that. It's always interesting when you hear your, you know, what you've done, you know, and you listen to it. And <clears throat> sometimes it's kind of hard for me to believe um how far I've come. And I think that's I think that's sort of the overall goal here is to to really look at you know, we don't pretend that it never happened, never, and never pretend that abuse is okay in any shape or form, and you mentioned um, a, abuse and controlling are all the words I use is I just use different words because some words mean something to somebody else, you know is how they tap into it, but i I just thought, you know, after um i my daughter and I, I engineered an international escape uh, from the Middle East. And so it was all about freedom and it was about moving forward. And that's what I want to encourage everybody here as they're listening to today or tonight or whatever time of the day they're listening is that really think about, yeah, all this crap happened and how am I going to move forward and that I can move forward. And there's a way to move forward. And just having just even that little bit of a concept is so important, and that's what this organization is about. It's about helping you really take advantage of of this life, even though maybe even at this moment it may feel like crap.
1: <laughs> well, I love that, and I and it's a very sort of, I mean, n- not not blunt, but blunt in the best way to put it is that there is so much, you know, crap in the world. How do we move forward? How do we sort of take it one step at a time? Um, and, you know, we have to start doing it, I think, and, I, and I, have a, yeah. I have a feeling that's kind of what you'll get into. But that's kind of, you know, what I've learned in anything that's struggled in life, it's nothing's going to happen unless you actually take the action to do it. So I really do appreciate you um, saying that in general. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: so the name Love is kind. that's mm-hmm. I, I love it. It's super strong and it's a it's a very auspicious statement. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us more about having this be the name and possibly the background behind it?
2: Yeah, yeah, thank you for asking that question. Um, I again, I was in a, a highly abusive relationship for uh, over 25 years, and my daughter unfortunately was part of that as well. And when I got here, I you know got here back to the United States. I just thought, I just want to be treated with kindness. I just want kindness in my life. So that was part of it. I mean, that was a strong feeling behind me. And like, my highest value is kindness. And we can talk about that later, too. And I was also inspired by uh, Mother Teresa. And she said something to the effect of don't quote it, it wasn't exactly like this, but the essence was if you invite me, To an anti war rally, Uh I will not attend. But if you invite me to a pro peace rally, I will attend. And so I could have named it my business, you know, end abuse for all. This is, you know, down with domestic violence. I could have, right? And of course, I do address that, obviously. But I wanted to focus, and this is to me is so important is that what you focus on is what you're going to achieve. And if you focus on love being kind, that real love is kind, that's what you're going to see. If you keep focusing on abuse this and domestic violence this and that, I know we kind of have to use these words, but I'd really like to change the whole vocabulary. But that is it. It's really, really important to focus on that. And I, that's, that's, so it's all of that, um, that really just drives me and I can feel it inside me as I even talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Focus on what you want. That's what's important. Because energy, you know, energy, you know, goes to where you're putting it. So it, it, that's what's kind of, you know, is that energy. I want the energy of kindness to be the driving force. Make sense? <laughs>
0: Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Rosie. Uh, That's something I struggled with was I found myself. um, I realized I had poured all of my energy into a person that, you know, was not and I didn't receive uh, kindness back, you know, like Mm -hmm. you said, you just want to be treated with kindness. I remember repeating my mantra was like, I just want to feel safe. I just want to feel Mm -hmm. safe. Like that was what my 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 four letter word I got stuck on. I just wanted my my love to feel safe and it, it did not. Mm-hmm. So um back into like uh pouring that energy into someone it's um people pleasing, which yeah. was uh my question was uh could you give us like we I'd like to definitely hear um your perspective on people pleasing, why people do it, and what are the consequences when they do that? And yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah this is uh this is a great question because I think everybody kind of succumbs to it. Um, Again, I'm more familiar with the female (laughs) gender than the male, but I I know I have a lot of male friends, too, um, who who talk about it. But it's, it's a chronic issue. And... The problem is is that most people do it subconsciously. You're not even aware that you're doing it. And this is why this podcast, you're saying like, like, how can we make this better? Having these conversations are so important because then people create that awareness. You can't make changes until you become aware of what the issue is. So in people-pleasing, what happens is that you are subconsciously, sometimes consciously, you know, In my case, it was all subconscious. I was just unconscious (laughs) during the whole freaking relationship. (laughs) Talk about growing. It's like you want to be liked. The bottom line is you want to be liked. And so then you just do anything to be liked and to be accepted. That, because that is the nature, you know, our nature is to be wanted and to be accepted. These are common traits in all human beings. And the problem is when you don't get that, then there's this conflict, right, within your brain. So what happens is that every time you say, yeah, Megan, your hair really, you know, it's cute, but it really ought to be changed. You know, maybe a different color would look more becoming on you. And so then you think, oh, God, my hair is is not pretty. I, I gee, I, I thought he liked my hair. And and then and then you start to change it. And then he'll say, oh, yeah, that's okay. But I'd like to better the other way, when the way you had it, right? Which is also called crazy making. But that's- That literally
0: happened. <laughs> Sorry, <to laughs> end. I went red and back to blonde and like, because someone's opinion or suge- like, little tiny suggestion, that little seed of doubt.
2: Yes, I'm yes, sorry. And to,
0: please continue. That exact scenario actually happened.
2: <laughs> so, and there you you said a key word. It put, it puts in that seed of doubt, and when that seed of doubt is there, it starts to grow. It's like, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. Those those are the stories you start to that you start to tell yourself, and then you start to get into, well, I I want to please him. I know I, it's not working, so I'm going to do this. And then what happens is that each time you try to do something to please somebody else to gain their acceptance, you cover up the real you. So imagine every time you give in, you give up a part of you. You're putting one layer over the other. Okay, I'm going to dye my hair red. I'm going to cook his dinner. I'm going to say, I'm going to smile every time, even when he, he growls at me. I'm going to just do it because I'm going to just take it all because I'm a nice person. And that's what nice people do, right? And you never want to be called not nice. And that just grows and grows. And yet, inside, you feel uncomfortable. But you don't say anything. And again, all that is just like, it's kind of a harsh word, but it's like, we all end up lying. We lie who we really are because we're covering up who we really are. So we're lying to ourselves and we're lying to that person. This is not really the real me. And, the, and you cover it up because you think you 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 know what he wants is the real you. You think he won't like the real you, Right? You think he won't like the real you. So then the question is, geez, do I want somebody who doesn't like the real me? It's a big cost to pay to cover up the real you, to cover up the authentic you. And that's part of the work is to keep unpeeling those layers that you put on yourself and discover, you know what? You know what? I like half my hair red and half my hair pink, you know? Or half it yellow, whatever it is, you know? I like it all. (laughs) Does that answer your question?
0: I uh, yeah, absolutely. That was just uh yeah, just <laughs> yeah, that's uh I really appreciate um your perspective and the way you worded it. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean, I did, you know, the same thing, you know. I I I did it too. And I got into the position where I felt like I was twisting myself into a pretzel just to please him, and nothing did. Right? That was the other thing. It was so discouraging because by then, you know, I was married. So I had a very successful career in corporate finance at Silicon Valley. I was one of the top, you know, performers in the company. And yet, for some reason, I was a complete failure in my in my relationship. Now, how could that be? Right?
0: That was like I got, uh, I got addicted to like the um, the destination, like uh, approval, de- like, as if a approval was a destination a checkpoint I could get to like in a video game like if well if I just do this he'll you know if I, I could I can I'll just love it out of him like I'll just you know I'll, I'll I'll sink into his wavelength he's expecting me to do I'll fit the pattern I'll fit the box or mold he's trying to put me in and then we will be fine if I could just fit the mold like I thought I could you know like I could change shape you know like shape shift into what he wanted for him and yes. then he I would I would get the you know the love back that I was so desperately trying to give, and it never worked. It was constant. It was and it just yet yeah, it evolved into layers, like you said. I just buried. I buried myself so quickly and so deeply.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hit on a lot of key points there because it's um it's that pattern, right? So this is something just to be aware of now for everybody. Is that if you feel you you're doing this people pleasing. It shows up as you keep trying and it doesn't work. He doesn't, they, or, they, or they change their minds and it doesn't work. And you feel, dis, you feel discouraged and it doesn't work. You, you, that's a point to stop and say, ask yourself, is this how I really want a relationship? I mean, these are not healthy characteristics. I mean, these are not characteristics of a healthy relationship, What you and I have just described.
1: Not in the slightest. And I'm listening to you both and you know you know uh mj knows you know the the things i've experienced in my my ex and very similar and i'm in a really good relationship right now and it's and it's probably i would hate to say uh probably the only healthy relationship i've ever been in and you know my, my patterns have been this 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 routine of pleasing people and really trying to just get it right. And especially with my last relationship, there was so much anger on the other end and I just really just wanted to please and do the right thing. And gosh, the hair thing even resonated with me because <laughs> I could, I couldn't be blonde for five years. And so that's it. I mean, literally now I'm blonde because of that. I mean, it resonates with me so much and um, it's such a, and it is, it, it signifies freedom to me and it's so cheesy. Even when I talked to about it with um, my boyfriend now who I love but, you know, fortunately, um, you know, he's he's a little bit younger. So he hasn't really um, he hasn't experienced tumor relationships and he, and he hasn't experienced fortunately he hasn't experienced an abusive narcissistic relationship like I have. And so when I explain these things to him, he's like, well, why did you stay? Why did you do that? And I'm mm-hmm. and here I'm listening to you where it's like it, it's hard to get out of it. You're in this yeah. you're in this constant cycle of. Maybe like like Megan said, maybe I will achieve. Maybe I'll finally make him happy. You know what I mean? But it's hard. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, real it tough. is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
1: it's real tough. But um, you know, kind of like you said, it's you, you can't make changes until you're aware of what the issue is. Until you really kind of, um, I think you hit the nail on the head when you were like you kind of self reflect and you're like, is this what I want out of a relationship? Like a relationship isn't this. A relationship should be. Built on loving and compliments and nice conversations, not, not anger and trying to impress somebody the whole time. Um, But, but it happens.
2: (laughs) It happens a lot. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'll ask you both, you know, I know my answer is that don't, didn't you find it exhausting? It was an exhaust. Yeah. 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 You're nodding your heads. Right. So it was, it's exhausting. A, A healthy relationship is not exhausting. So that's another marker. If you feel exhausted, Easy. right? It's just, it's like, whoa, red flag.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I really appreciate that. I mean, I feel like we're just at the beginning of this conversation. <laughs> I was already tearing up so much. So I'm trying to like keep it together, but, but good tears because I just resonate so much with what we're talking about. And like you said, it's so important to have these conversations, to be actually doing the work that starts with, you know, accepting the reality of what's going on around us. Um, Another thing that I love that you mentioned, um, I didn't interrupt, but I love how your name, Love is Kind, points positive, because that's Mm -hmm. what we do with Love Pono. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what we're all about. So Mm -hmm. it's super perfect. Um, You know, uh, most people listening, um, if they're affiliated with um, the university, do know that you know we are an offset of pal violence, which means you know ending violence and stopping violence, which is a great message. But to have this opportunity to sort of reframe it with our specific mm-hmm. branch at Leeward Community College and call it Love Pono, um, it's it's focused on love, and we love that. So we're grateful, um, and we appreciate that about your about your name too. Um, Thank but you. Yeah, of course. And, you know, uh, speaking of, we're going to be posting this uh, right before July 27th, which is the official Love is Kind Day, which is how Mm. I found out about you um, and your organization and all the great things that you do. Um, And in July in general, obviously, July 4th, Independence Day, and some people celebrate independence of the U.S. And so to keep in fashion with celebrating independence, um, July 27th is about celebrating the independent you And I think it's quite encouraging and it's really a wonderful message to promote. Can you tell us more about the specific holiday and why you created it? And also why is it July 27th? I'm curious if there was a reason behind
2: the date. Yeah, for sure. Yes. um, National Love is Kind Day. This is a day my daughter and I both created. She, um, uh, somebody told us, oh yeah, you can create, you know, National Day in your city. Well, that wasn't big enough for her. She went, you know, nationwide. And then, and, and I go, what? You know, Yeah, mom, you got to do it. So uh, we did. And there's a, there are a lot of meanings behind uh, love is kind day. It's, it's, uh, you know, freedom from abuse, right? It's freedom from abuse and freedom to be who you really are. It's declaring that real love is kind. It's, it's really that, We deserve to be treated with kindness. We have rights, and that's up to us to to really claim them. And so, it was just again this global movement to bring that concept to people. And July twenty seventh is a very special date. That's the day my daughter and I landed at San Francisco International Airport and got our fiscal freedom. So it was our Independence Day, you might want to say. Um, so we, uh, that's, what they, we and that's why we chose July 27th. And it has a very special meaning. Now I've told you, and I'll just, you know, just briefly is that um, uh, the path to freedom is the physical part I discovered was the easiest part. The hardest part, the hardest part of this journey um, is, the, is the mental, the emotional, the, the you know, reworking, rewiring your mind, rewiring your beliefs. And, and, and all of these things that I'll be talking about in a bit, that's the biggest journey. I didn't know that at the time. I thought, ah, freedom, I'm in the United States, you know, from the Middle East. <laughs> I got my freedom. Well, it was a long journey. And we were both uh, diagnosed with PTSD. My daughter with complex PTSD. And um, basically complex means you just grew, you grew up with it. You know, it's more complex when you don't even have any kind of a foundation. And I was a bright young woman. And uh, sadly, I lost her last year. And she um, got her freedom in a different way. I think the only way she could. She um, she was behind everything that that created the foundation for this, and and so part of it this day is also for me is to get her legacy to continue her legacy to continue her words uh, through the love is kind uh, movement, the love is kind pledge, and everything that that she she stood for that we believed in I what we believe in. And, and so I, you know, doing this, especially with, with you is to really honor her since she was a young adult, (laughs) Um, probably a little bit older than you probably, but um, still, you know, a young adult and wanting to make a big change in the world. But the trauma is really, is harms so many people around the world. And she was never into drugs or alcohol and didn't commit suicide, but, but the weight of the trauma just impacted her life. It was just holding her down and she wasn't able to create the life. And so she was not able to really fulfill um, all of the dreams that she had. So I hope by this podcast, we can start that, start that movement to carry on her words uh, because it really is the young generation it's you to make you say no to abuse to, for you to say no i will not do i will not accept this for you to say i have the right right so that like you were saying alex that you know i'm i'm now in a healthy relationship the first ever well mine was a little bit later so <laughs> good for you <laughs> but the whole point is that you can have it anytime right but when you're this age it's just so important to just have that awareness to not say yes to marriage or a deep commitment when it's just not right because you're afraid you're going to be alone, right? This fear, I'm going to be alone. But you don't want to be in those relationships that are unhealthy. It will take you down. So, yeah, there's uh, a lot of meaning behind July 27th and our mission uh, and the impact that we want to make in this world. So thank you for asking that question.
1: Thank you for sharing.
0: Thank you for sharing. I uh, I'll be celebrating with you. We will all be celebrating uh, with you. And So our listeners and the rest of our team for sure.
2: Well, no, good, good. And I'll give you later on the link to the Love Is Kind pledge. This is just an empowerment declaration. We want everybody to sign it. You know, I can keep track of how many people have signed it, and we can just keep growing that number. Um, it is an international movement, even though it says National Love is Kind Day. It's We're in a number of countries around the world already.
0: Awesome. We'll share that to our uh, social media campaign too.
2: Yeah, uh, that'll be great. To reach oh, more great.
0: people. Yeah, it'd be great. Mm-hmm. It'd be perfect. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, our next question, um, we're starting to take off a, a little bit. Uh, Gosh, I I think I'm over here with Alex. I'm just taking everything in, and I'm really uh connected, and uh, uh, yeah. I I just survived um a relationship. Uh, so the past couple of years, I've been uh, healing uh progressively, and um, like cultivating awareness for the first time. Um, you know, as far as my codependency and just lack of knowledge, lack of you know terminology, lack of um. Mm-hmm. lack of real the realization that uh, i deserved better and lack mm-hmm. this i mm-hmm. i didn't have a concept between uh i'm healthy and healthy i i grew i grew up in it so um <clears throat> a little bit um generational for me so i'm not quite i'm having to unlearn in order to learn
2: mm-hmm. yes 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 <laughs> for yes. real um yeah so
0: my, my next question really hits uh hits home because this is a word that you use uh, for domestic violence, and it really hits home for me because when I was in just the uh, the depth of the relationship, I I felt like, uh, and I don't. This is uh, obviously you know, a word we don't we don't call people this word a lot, you know. You don't. It's not a word to be thrown around. But my 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 ex partner, my ex abuser, he felt like a terrorist. I felt like I had a terrorist in my own home, like against the family. So so you speak often on family terrorism, and that's just like. Because I, I I that was like my 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 bad word for him you know um you know he felt like a ter- I felt like I had a terrorist living with me like against his own people but you speak about that in your publications and, and appearances and your website will describe family terrorism as an alternative term for for DV Invol- so it involves family so it brings in you know the the family mm-hmm. dynamic and it states that this term evokes what really happened you're you're terrorized and you're frightened on a regular basis behind closed doors you know? In your own home, where you should be safe,
2: your mm-hmm. safest,
0: where you know you should be most protected too. By the way, um, mm-hmm. but you know we protect each other. But it's your goal to declare an end to family and intimate partner terrorism. And can you tell me more about the goal and more specifically, um, you know, when you cultivated the term family terrorism because I've not heard it anywhere else. But the T word was my, um, you know, he. I, I felt like I had a ter- I lived with a terrorist, and that's something I don't even think I've really shared with the group before. I don't think I've said it a lot because it's. It's such, it is a bad, you
2: know, that's a serious word. Well, Megan, you know, I got to tell you, I am, I am so glad you asked this question because it's not one I have a chance to talk about because some people say, well, that's just too much. Just like you were saying, well, can't say that. But if you've been in the relationship in a relationship, that's exactly what it is. When I lived in the Middle East, I saw a lot of terror. I lived in political violence, you know, bombs, Uh, booby trap cars, you name it. I saw it. I lived it. And so I knew what that kind of terrorism was, but also inside the four walls of my home where nobody knew. I was married 18 years before anybody knew what I was experiencing of just the terror where I was just scared to death. And by the time I left, which was Um, A number of years later, uh, I I didn't think I was going to make it. Now they're my daughter. So when you when we talk about terrorism, it's exactly what it is. You are afraid. That's what a terrorist does. They incite fear in you. They incite fear. They threaten. I I mean, and and uh, my ex husband he used to do it all the time, and he used to do do you know my daughter. He would. You know, if we disagreed with him, he would just say, "Oh, well, you and your 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 uh, mother, you just go back to the United States." She never really lived in the United States. We visited here. I mean, for a child to hear her parent want to throw her out, I mean, it's scary, right? And one time we were we we were writing a memoir, which um, it's almost complete, but I have to obviously complete it now by myself. But I'll never forget we were sitting down and we're, we were really close, but she told me this story uh, when we were in our house, uh, she was five years old and she and her, her father and I were in the kitchen and she was upstairs, like in the family room, but it was an open balcony so she could hear the the the, the, the sound travel completely open, if you know what I mean. And she said, you know, Papa was yelling at you so much, I thought he was going to kill you. And I thought he was going to kill me. What happens to a child who hears those words, who who doesn't, who has the mind of a child and has that fear at that age? So I want to use that word more because anybody who has been in a relationship, is exactly what we feel. We're scared. Remember what you said at the very beginning? I want to feel safe. I'm sorry to say that's a really low bar, right? it's a low bar. It's like, but it's like, just, just right now I want to be safe. Right. But that's how it is. But you're in that and saying those words, you're still saying, I'm really scared. Right. And it's exactly what you said too, Megan. It's like, this is where I'm supposed to be safe. I'm supposed to be, I'm made to be feel safe. Just the opposite. When you, when you're, you're, you have fear and you don't know how they're going to react. One day it's, it's up and the next day it's down. And then you don't know. And that imbalance of how they're going to behave is another hallmark of an unhealthy relationship, right? It keeps you on your toes and that puts you in the fight or flight state all the time. Uh, and so when you're in that state, you're just like, I want to run, but I can't run. And so the fear builds up and, I mean, I could talk about this forever, obviously. And then it creates other physical symptoms. I mean, it's just the, the, the impact of terror in the home is massive. We're talking about billions of people around the world. And this is my, you know, I just like, this is more than war, more than anything else. This is, a, this is the, the chronic problem that we have in this society until we change it. And we have to change it and and the work that you're doing you have no idea how important it is it's going to reach people you don't even know who it's going to reach i'm just so happy to be with you and so proud of you for what you are doing it's 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 just really important so yeah terror is doesn't belong in our home and then what happens is that it goes from generation to generation to generation right and so Let's say you 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 grew up in a beautiful home, okay? Let's say it was really loving, the family, but you got raped. Well, that person who raped you probably grew up in a home where it wasn't healthy. And so it got transferred to you. And that's how it gets transferred, right? So wounded people will wound others unless they have healing. But it's not our job to, to heal them. We don't know how to do that. And just like it's your job to take care of yourself and, and learn these, these skills and and, uh, methods. It's their responsibility too, but we can say no.
1: No, I think that's really valuable advice about how, you know, we can say no. I mean, in any situation, if there is a cycle that's apparent, noticing that that cycle is there and then choosing to stop the cycle can save lives. It can save your own life and it can save more lives. So I think that's so important. Um, And really appreciate the kind words you said about the work we do at Love Pono, because obviously we feel the same about you. So that's really an honor to hear from you. And I hope uh, people tell you the same thing often because that's all we want to do. You know, um, obviously, we, you know, MJ and I have shared a little bit about us in general, but I can say that as a group, we've all we've we've experienced the things we're talking about in some way or fashion, and so it's it's healing work for us. But not only is it healing work for us, we we wanted to be healing for others we want mm-hmm. to hopefully use use that use our journeys uh to help others um so our journeys well for me speaking so the journey doesn't go to waste if you will i don't know if that's the the right way to put it but um <laughs> but no yeah. it's just really really good. great
2: no it's it's really good yeah Fairly.
0: Like you said, it's, that's our, uh, that's our crisis. Like, that's kind of like our, uh, you know, that's the war, the true war, because uh, we have to think outside ourselves, because like that trauma transfer, like you said, wounded people hurt people, it will be like a, a generational, like transfer of trauma, like back before we were even, you know, alive, existing, you know, it's, and it's, that's how you end it, you decide to say no, you decide to, you know, create that awareness and the, you make the choice it's, it's all about choices so now that's my kind of my mission for my you know i guess life Because i have two children now so like i have to like break the cycle because you know i was woven into it now i've got an opportunity to get out and it's like so yeah and everyone everyone on love photo has experienced on uh, some form of this so it just actualizes the truth and what you're saying like it is more common than it's not it needs to be talked about
2: hmm Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really appreciate you asking that question. Yeah, that was brave.
1: (laughs) Well, you're brave. So thank (laughs) you. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's evident. And I know that our, our listeners are going to, um, really be inspired. So, um, and speaking of inspiration on your website, your, your mission, I spoke of it earlier is to inspire, 100 million women which is a beautifully inspiring mission that should truly be celebrated it's it, i'm I'm kind of curious And their how. children
2: 100 million women and their children yeah Perfect
1: <laughs> perfect so yeah I'm 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 curious about how um you know just that that phrase came about or that 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 idea came about and also uh just cuz we talk about a broad range of uh mm-hmm. Uh, situations here at love pono what have you witnessed in regards to men being abused in relationships and i want to be clear i'm not referring to reactive abuse which we've talked about in other podcasts and that can happen when an abuser purposefully pushes someone over the edge but maybe more specifically men who are abused by other men in queer relationships toxic male dominant situations things like that
2: yeah well i um first of all our our goal was Ah, uh, one million, and then I was working with a coach. She goes, one million. You know, make it a hundred. Like, yeah.
1: Oh. I was like, why not?
2: Oh. I was like, <laughs> how can I make it? 100? And then when I did research, and it was in the billions, I thought, well, a hundred million is a drop in the bucket. For sure. But anyway, that's <laughs> that's what it is, and 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 we put and children one because of my daughter and that you know that mother you know parent child so that relationship and. And, and again, it's like my heart breaks for the children, right? Because they're innocent victims. And having, growing up in that perspective, it's like, they don't know. They'll, um, the, the the man I'm with now, he was abused as a child. And so when he was younger, he didn't know how to express it. We have these feelings, right? We don't know how to manage our feelings. Or guys are not even, or taught even less than the women, right? So they're at a greater disadvantage, but... It's just like, so it comes out in anger, right? So he was an angry little boy, but that was, it was like he he told me he goes, I wish somebody just told me, that, you know, I didn't know what to do, I didn't know what I was doing was wrong. He was just, you know, you know, he when he was still before he even hit high school, he had transformed and everything else, um, and he's a really lovely, caring, kind, supportive man now, but it's. We're human beings, and so it doesn't matter. Uh, abuse has no boundaries. Let's put it this way. So it doesn't matter uh, your, your gender, your orientation, your economic status. It doesn't matter your edu- you know, how much educated you are. It doesn't mean if you're a doctor or a plumber. Or It doesn't matter. It touches everybody. It touches everybody you know, my focus when I put a woman because that was my experience. And that's how I know I can talk. And especially at that time, it's like, men were still not in my <laughs> vision here, you know, like understanding men and wanting to understand men. It's been a, a long path for me. Uh, so, uh, but yes, obviously, this mission is to change the world, right to change the world. And it means men who, who are kind men, right? Kind men, we want you to speak up when you hear other men talking or dismissing women. That's how you can support us, right? That's, that's what we need. And we need it all the way down into the justice system. Don't even get me started. That's all I will say about that. (laughs) Yes. Amen. (laughs) It's, it's a long ways to go, right? Right. But I, I feel like I'm just doing my path. I'm doing my path. I'm going to go as far as I can and, you know, rattle as many cages as I can about that real love is kind, not terrorizing. And never will I ever accept anything different from that. You with me?
1: (laughs) We are with you 100%. and yeah, I mean that's oh, great. I mean you. the whole mission in general, and it makes sense to focus <laughs> and and present it as as what you know, which is which is the best way to get through to people who may be resonating with the same experiences. So, and guess what? You resonate with this this man. So it's like you said, the, the it's a global mission. It's an endless, um, it's a an in, infinite mission. So it's it's really beautiful.
2: Thank you. Uh, I,
0: I can resonate with that because for me it was like I couldn't even um it took me a couple years uh over two years to um be comfortable with like a male therapist and a male physician like I I did like exposure therapy I, yeah. I like you said men were not in your vision like it was mm-hmm. that traumatizing to where like yeah. it wasn't like a exclusion or nothing like that for me like I I went to like a women's shelter I went to women's support groups I went to a child and family services that were women and it was all like drive for that dynamic because that wasn't just that simply was a dynamic i fell under and identified with it was never like a yeah i get what you're saying but i could not think of men or understanding i had this i'm just now uh starting to get a little confidence back it just took a, a couple of years just to have platonic friendships to start budding again and my yeah. uh oh, sorry
2: go ahead no go ahead
0: uh, well, my my last question was one that uh I really wanted to ask you personally. uh Just uh in retrospect, to seeing how far you've come, I really I I kind of deep dive internet and got to know you. what I could get to know about you as I was looking forward to the podcast and just my question I would want to ask you as like my uh, Hawaiian for teacher is kumu. You're like you're like my kumu. You're my your teacher that has like a Uh, you know, there's like an emotional, spiritual learning too. It's just not my, Mm -hmm. you're not my instructor. It's so so much more than that. You're my Mm -hmm. kumu. Uh, What, 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 what would your present day self, uh, what would you tell your uh, younger self? Like, uh, you know, when you were 30, or when you were just in, in the middle of it, going through everything, like now that you've advanced and evolved and educated yourself and helped others, like if you could just talk to yourself, that was, you know, still frazzled and trying to, you know, climb out of that hole, what would you tell yourself back then?
2: Yeah, these are always really good questions and, and good questions to ask at, at different points in your life and, you know, write the answers down. <laughs> um, well, I think uh, it's, again, multifaceted. I, I think I would have just um, maybe just said, listen to my gut, but I didn't even know I had a gut. I didn't even know I had intuition, if it even makes sense. And and I've written I wrote, I wrote down what I call like the path of the, my 11 freedom fulfillment pillars. I wish I knew all of those at the beginning. I wish I knew what a healthy relationship was, you know, what the healthy characteristics were. I thought I knew. I, I didn't even, I didn't, I never, I didn't know the word abuse. I, I, I didn't, that wasn't in my vocabulary when I grew up. That, that was decades later. So I didn't, that wasn't even in it. Right. So I didn't know that existed. So again, if you're not looking for it, you don't know what it is. And then you see the symptoms. Like I have spoken to women who've been divorced for maybe 12 years until I speak. They didn't know it was an abusive relationship. And that's why it's like why, why nothing was working. So I would say for me, it's just listening to that intuition, really, you know, being able to know what my values were. What's important to Rosie? You know, you you alluded to that too, uh, Megan, before it's just like, well, You know, I look at things differently now. Things are different, you know, and I think that is something that needs to be reevaluated every every so often to look at that because you can't create, and you know, these are part of those 11 pillars. You can't create healthy boundaries unless you know what your values are because you don't know what to create a boundary for, right? Like when I got into this relationship, it's like, there's no yelling, period. You yell at me, I'm out the door. And he was kind of the same way because his father always yelled at him, so we were like on on par with that. That was no problem. But there are others, obviously, that were more serious. But you just have to do that. And and when you, it's sometimes hard to stick to your values because you'll have conflicting values, and then which one overrules. But that's getting a little bit more technical. But really, having having my values, you know, listening to what I felt was wrong, but I didn't know right. But you, I need, now I'm aware of that. But these are the things you need to learn. And this is what I teach too, right? Um, and I would say this is important. You kind of talked about it too. It's like really learning self-care. For me, I talk about self-kindness more than I talk about self-love or loving myself. Basically, because I really didn't know what it meant to love myself. It was a hard concept for me it was easier for me to understand how to be kind to myself than how to love myself. It was vague. Plus love I felt um, could be uh, triggering for women and men or anybody who's been abused because, Oh, I'm doing this because I love you. So I wanted to take that out of the equation to make sure that, you know, and that's why I'll say real love is kind. So I'll modify the word. love. And of course being kind to yourself is loving yourself being kind, being kind is not being a pushover. So I hope that, you know, for me, I'm much older that, but still I can be that example that no matter what your age is that you can create a a new life. You can move forward and it it, it is possible. And you, you are both examples as well as taking the right step and and having an earlier start than me. (laughs) So I'm really happy for you <laughs>
1: we we appreciate that and also um we we appreciate the compliment because um we I, I won't i won't say our, um, i'll say my age i'm 31 but yeah but both mj and i are returning college students so we're we're kind of in our second or third lives uh if, if you will <laughs> i'm th- thir- i'm
0: 30 with there we go. yeah i'm 30 single mom of two so, you know.
1: there we Good go for you. so yeah. so we yeah we're taking we're taking control um and i'm i'm proud of Megan and. And I'm proud of all of us. So yeah, I know it's super great. Um, Something that you mentioned in the advice um, when Megan was asking or when MJ was asking about advice uh, is you were like really sort of create like rules or a framework for your next relationship in a sense. And you said, you know, with with your next relationship, you're like, okay, no yelling. And you just said from the beginning and he was cool with it, no yelling. I did the same exact thing. And it was the most important. And and like, I I don't think it was a little thing. Like, I think it's, it's huge. Because for me to know, you know, and we've only been together about a year and a half now. But like I said, it's been the That's healthiest good. relationship I've ever had. And mm-hmm. we haven't yelled at each other once. And it's just been so nice to, to have mm-hmm. no yelling. And the, it's so important. And I don't think people realize, people accept that kind of behavior in relationships way too often, I feel.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's (laughs) interesting. Right. And you (sighs) see, this is what I love because I spoke, I've spoken to women literally all over the world and they, every, all these relationships have the same pattern. It's like we were all married to the same guy and see, as you describe your, your relationship too, Alex, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. You see, they have these patterns, Mm -hmm. right. And Now your audience is hearing just a few of those, and there's a long list, and just being able to recognize that, just question. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and usually I was like, you know, I I don't want to be alone. Wrong answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) yeah. But they'll make
1: you feel like you will be alone if, and Mm -hmm. then I think that, well, for me, that was the big part. Anytime I would mention, hey, this isn't right. This doesn't feel right. I don't think this is normal it would be, well, you'd be alone if you weren't with me. And yes. I was convinced yes. that that was the case. And something that you mentioned earlier, I mean, it isn't the same situation by any means, but but you mentioned how, um, you know, in, with your situation in the past, they were like, well, you can go back to America. You know, like um, as someone who's transplanted here to Hawaii, yeah, I heard the same thing. Well, you can go back to South Carolina. Good luck there. You know, and it's and it they really get in your head. It's a really, yeah. really scary and mj's nodding her head. I have yeah. like a she knows. I know exactly.
2: no one will love you like yeah. me, yeah, right? Yeah, no, yeah. One, no, will one, love no you. one
1: could put up with you like I do, even, yeah, right? <laughs> 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 okay, all right, we're getting back to go on a long like, time, right? <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of advice, um, because that was really great advice just in general for your younger self. Regarding advice, what guidance, because you've given so much already, but is there any more guidance you can kind of provide Love Pono as a committee, um, mm. just about how we can better reach um, our our community members who have been affected by DV or family terrorism who, or who want to focus on, you know, how love is kind.
2: Yeah, I think, um, you know, one, continue what you're doing, which is, is, is bigger than you, you think. And then those who who are reaching out or you go to your meetings or your events and things, you can also um have a little uh, questionnaire like what what do you want addressed? What is not being addressed? What's important to you? These are things, you know, so you start to really address what their what their real needs are, and of course the social media and handouts and things like that, being a, a massive resource for them what holds people back a lot and i know it held me back for 18 years was shame right i was afraid to get out i was ashamed and just repeating that message that we're here for you to support you there will be no judgment there's no blaming you know we are we are your safe haven that's what love pono is all about. That's what love is kind is all about is to be, well, you know, bringing back to that word from the very beginning is the word safe, right? Safe for you to express yourself, to be heard, right? This is what's important for people to be heard and to know that they're not alone, right? And I can imagine, see women have a tendency to get together and all that. stuff, And I think it probably is a lot harder for men, you know, and, 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 and all the subgroups, right? so it's letting them know that they're included everyone's included and you're there to support them and, and you're and you're going to learn together right no one has all the answers so i think um i hope those little tidbits are, are helpful was that was it helpful are there any, any other directions if you ask me another question i probably can answer it just you know, off the top of my head
1: everything has been so helpful um you know there's been so much that i resonate with that i want to say oh and, and there's and there's that but then i just know it'll lead to it could be a whole other podcast right <laughs> but in that regard you know you've shared a little bit about your website and stuff um please uh, take some time to share your resources uh, you know course information anything you think will be useful we're also going to share links in in the social media posts to this podcast mm. that people can check out But um, obviously, take the time to do such, if you will.
2: Yes. um, Well, thank you. Yeah. So it's the love is is kind network.com is my main site. And what I'd like to offer, I'm going to give you bit.ly links. But if you're going to do it in in, uh, social media, I will send you the uh, raw link because Facebook doesn't like bit.ly, (laughs) which I've heard. So, But at least they can hear it. And it's a little bit easier to write down. But it's b i t dot l y forward slash l i k. those are all capital letters l i k for love is kind pledge capital p l e d g for the love is kind pledge. and this is this is and you can it's on my main page of the website too. so you can go get to it either way. But this is the one that my daughter and I put together, like our our declarations of what we want and what really love is kind is. And you'll, you'll see it. And I mean, the first one I think is the first sentence I think means is I am worthy. Right. It's like, and these are, when you read them, it's like a lot of people will not be read, will not believe them yet, but I want you to know this is what it you, what you're, what you want to drive towards. Even if you don't believe it's like, okay, I don't believe yet. I'm worthy, but she says, it's okay for me to believe that I'm worthy. Right. And And the whole thing. Uh, so some of them are my daughter's words, some of them are my words. Um the more fierce ones are I'm sure are my daughters. (laughs) And we just want to get everybody in the world to sign that. We want that to be on a massive scale. You know, my dream is to have love is kind marches all over the world, right? That this is what we what we want. This is what we deserve, right? That you deserve to be in a healthy, kind relationship, and that they do exist. I, I didn't think they existed, so that's the first thing I would really invite everybody, and especially your your you know this young group. I would just start now and, and make yourself question: Well, am I? Do I have boundaries? Do I feel like I have the right to to share my voice? All of these things, and then. I have again, it's bit.ly, um, bit.ly forward slash rosy gift with R for in rosing, G for in gift are capitalized, but the other letters are not. And I was just doing an update, and that is the path. Those are my 11 freedom fulfillment pillars. This is what I created afterwards, what I said I wanted, you know, when I was, if I had to look back and what would I have done differently? If I had this, this thing, this, this journey written down like this, my life would have been a lot easier. So I want to offer that to you and your listeners as well, because um, if they take that seriously, it can really help them. So I'm, I'm here. You can, you know, write to info at the love is kind network. I'm, I'm here to support you in any shape or manner that I can. I'm, I'm here. Thank you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, it's been it's been so wonderful. No, uh, thank you so much for your time in general. Um just yeah, we really appreciate it.
2: Well you're you're quite welcome. Um yeah, usually people have me back because I puck up a storm and it's <laughs> like there's more left. <laughs>
1: so that's typical for our, our podcast. So I mean it's it's just so it's so nice to um, you know, really just hear you know, about, about the resource that you have here, the the kind words you said about Love Pono. One of the things that really kind of, that I resonated to is sometimes when you're experiencing these situations we've been talking about today, there's this shame that goes along with it. And then sometimes with that shame, you have family members, you have friends who, for whatever reason, I'm sure it varies for different reasons, but Either they don't take it, what's happening to you, seriously, because of their own shame, because of guilt, because of not wanting someone to be in trouble. I don't know. I've heard various reasons. So from what from what I've experienced is that groups like Love Is Kind, groups like what what I believe Love Pono to be, and what I hope they can be even more, can really provide a chosen family for people, which is so important and so many. Mm-hmm different situations um but especially somebody experiencing this who needs to really get help out of it so gosh i really appreciate it um mj did you have any uh, final words for um for rosie i didn't want to um to leave you without saying if you wanted to say goodbye or anything
2: (laughs)
0: Um, I just want to be uh, real with Rosie and our listeners. So I've been with Love Pono for a, way over a year now. I, I made content, but you've not seen my face. You've not heard my voice. And that was due yeah. to safety, con- safety concerns that I had ongoing. And,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: I just now got liberated from those safety concerns in a, in a most unfortunate way. But uh literally was relieved of my safety concerns and Mm -hmm. so this is my first podcast my first uh appearance with love you know my first actually like my face my voice it's me you know
2: Mm -hmm. and I just want
0: that um I I'm so happy that it was with you Rosie and and Alex Mm -hmm. too I I really this was uh a healing uh, check mark for me, you know, for all of us too. Per- personally, and I just want to give gratitude and thanks and uh, acknowledge that this is my first time being on a podcast because I was so uh, anxious and nervous. I stepped out of my fear, moved forward, and I got some great wisdom from you and got a, a great, yeah, great uh, wind beneath my wings from you. So thank you.
2: Oh, you're welcome, and and congratulations to you. I know exactly what that means. I've I've been there, and sometimes I'm still there, afraid to to share my voice. Yeah. yeah, I get it. So good for you. These are huge steps. Thank and you. remember, one thing I just, I do want to end with is remember self-compassion as well, which is part of self-kindness. Really important on this journey. Okay. Really important. Yeah. Thank we're, you so much. We love You're welcome. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank
1: you so much. Self-kindness. So important. We're all, yeah, that's one thing we're always kind of self-love. We're always promoting on mm-hmm. our social media and whatever. Cause I think it does start with that. It starts with um really recognizing your boundaries, really treating yourself gingerly. Um maybe some days you just need to you can, you know, the the power of no, right? We, I mean that's mm-hmm. that's huge, right? To say I can't do this today, right? Or you know, I need to focus on me today. So well this has been so nice. So I really, really appreciate <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. it. <laughs> been-
1: um but yeah, so thanks, everybody. Uh, you have been listening to Live Pono, Love Pono uh, podcast with What Up Leeward, Let's Dive Deep here at Leeward Community College. We have had the pleasure of speaking with Rosie Iello, founder of the Love is Kind Network. Um, we'll be sure to link all the information in our social media, but also as she discussed before, you can go on You slash L-I-K, all capitals pledge. To see the pledge that Rosie referred to multiple times in the podcast, that's bit.ly slash capital L-I-K pledge. You can also go to bit.ly slash Rosie gift with R and G capital for her 11 11 freedom fulfillment pillars. So please definitely check that out at bit.ly slash Rosie gift with R and G capital capital you can contact rosie at info at the love is kind network.com and thanks so much everybody for listening on spotify anchor or wherever you source your media and for any questions feel free to contact us instagram at love pono and don't forget to live pono love pono and have a great day <laughs>